Hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Piece of Cake podcast. This one is going to be a little bit different for a couple of different reasons. So I usually keep notes for starters on the episodes and what I want to talk about. But because I want to talk a little bit about intuition and I want to talk about pivoting my business and I want to really talk from um, that place of intuition, that place of connection and authenticity. I am doing so on notes. I've currently got a little candle on. I'm in the dark otherwise. And I'm, well, I close my eyes. I close my eyes quite a lot when it comes to this and feeling connected to myself. And I just feel like I have more clarity when I do this. So, so this is kind of my little setup. Um, the, <laughs> my phone, I mean, it's still tucked uh, around with the duvet around it and a pillow on top. So and my leg will probably get incredibly numb and then I won't be able to move for a little bit afterwards. But, you know, dedication. I also told myself I was not going to start this podcast, you know, three, four times and delete them first few minutes. So this is the first time I'm just going to do it without going, oh, no, but that's not the best introduction. So just flow with it and see what comes up. But yeah, so episode six and I am, well, I was preparing to launch my one-on-one coaching business, which was down the line of helping women heal their relationship with food, fitness and themselves and themselves being the real key word that I just popped on the end there. But I, even before I've launched, I've decided to pivot. Now, believe me, this has come with a lot of fear, but I've learned to really listen to my intuition and really connect to myself with this. So why am I doing this? Well, it might sound crazy. Yeah, it does. Like, you know, how how I've been thinking, God, do people think that I just don't know how I want to serve? But, but really it's because there's a lot of different ways, I guess, that I feel like I want to help people, but this is really getting to the depth of the, the root of it all really. So I've been leaning into my own journey on healing my relationship with food and fitness. And like I said, food, fitness and themselves, as I've always said, it's because this journey to healing has really started from within and it started from healing that place inside of me. I've had to build this self-connection and this self-awareness in order to heal food, to heal fitness. And I felt this for a while and this has been something I've wanted to kind of share more on social media. And then I've been like, oh no, but that's not directly related to kind of food and fitness. So I've adjusted it or I've not shared it. So this time I just, yeah, I just, I just want to share it. Um, I had a little moment there where I thought my podcast had gone off and I was like, God, I'm listening to my intuition. And then, then the podcast turned off. Does that mean you don't speak? <laughs> but it's all good. So yeah, it's, it's really about healing ourselves. And if we don't get to the root of the problem and really understand what's going on, then these other kind of behaviors that we engage in, such as changing and adapting our relationship with food, you know, controlling food somehow, controlling fitness, um, controlling other areas of our life as well. I myself have been somebody who has been through a lot of control issues and I'm still working through them. This is by no means me saying that I'm fully healed. I, I don't know if we ever really get to a full place of healing, but we have to get to the root of it all. We have to start listening to ourselves. So I actually worked with a lot of personal development tools and personal growth, focusing into all this alongside intuitive eating. And it's one thing that I was putting into my one-on-one coaching with clients in terms of healing their relationship with food and fitness. But actually I realized that this is what I want to do. This is how I want to serve. 
because if I wasn't doing this, then I wouldn't be where I was at. The tools of intuitive eating are amazing and they are really, really valuable when it comes to healing food and finding that food freedom. But unless we actually have connected to where it's all began or where it isn't, you know, where it's all starting, then these tools are, you know, we can go through them. We can go through the process. Like we can choose to start connecting to our hunger and fullness. We can choose to start giving ourselves permission to eat all foods, but but if we don't really know why we were doing, why we were kind of engaging this in healthy behaviors in the first place, then we're not really going to be able to, to fully, fully heal. So you'll see people who go down the process of intuitive eating and it does become a journey of self-discovery, which is, which is amazing. And that's not to say that intuitive eating doesn't talk about this because it really, really does. It's all about connecting to our body and ourselves. But I just feel like for me, it's really about the connection first rather than the tools. I think we can get really quite distracted by the tools. So if I skip back a couple of years ago, which was, you know, around the time that I was looking into intuitive eating, I was also in this place where I've always been somebody who has kind of explored what it is that I've wanted to do. So I've traveled, I've tried different jobs, I've lived in different places um, and different passions. I pursue different passions. I've tried different activities. I've done all these things. And it's really, you know, I've enjoyed it all. It's been a amazing I've had such amazing experiences but I always felt like there was something missing or there was a there was a kind of discontent within me and that would kind of manifest manifest when I was alone so I would be you know keep myself busy all day all day all day and then I'd come home in the evening and I'd be like oh finally some time to myself and then I'd get this time to myself and I'd find myself being like um so I'm gonna put the tv on reach for some food definitely reach for food um, maybe I'll just scroll from my phone. I was doing all these, these kind of like distracting and numbing behaviors. And really it's because I just, I wasn't having a conversation with myself. I wasn't sitting with myself. And I think this is probably the most beautiful relationship that we can have in our lives is the, is this one with ourselves. So I started leaning into the personal development side of things. So this is kind of looking into a lot of journaling. I was reading kind of, you know, a bunch of different self-help books and I was, you know, doing the meditation, the affirmations I was leaning into mindfulness um and all the kind of different things all the different pieces of advice out there but as I've mentioned on previous podcasts when I actually started doing this work and when I started intuitive eating and I ended my kind of like seven eight years of binge eating I discovered that I had anxiety underneath that all so before you all run off going like no no no, I'm just going to stick to doing the eating I'm just going to stick to numbing myself in some way shape or form this has been incredible. This has been life changing to discover that underneath it all, I was feeling anxious. And this is genuinely wholeheartedly something that I just didn't feel like I understood. I had friends who had suffered from anxiety and I sort of thought, well, yeah, you know, I just don't get that. I don't know what you're on about. I genuinely felt my food, my food relationship was just some sort of well, I don't actually know what it was. I think it was a habit is maybe where I thought it was. So this isn't to discount that diet culture plays a massive, massive role in our relationship with food and our relationship with ourselves. But, but yeah, I discovered that I had anxiety. And so then I began the journey of exploring my anxiety, which in the beginning, I just wanted to push it away. I, you know, I, I kind of thought like, yeah, let's just, let's just ignore that that's coming up. Um, if I ignore it, then it'll go away. And for, anyone who's on their own journey when it comes to mental health and I know that that's not how it works and then I realized that that's what I was doing all of my life I was just ignoring listening to myself and if we don't listen to ourselves then 
we don't really know what we want. We don't really know where we need to heal. We we don't even know like how you set your, your, your goals, how you find your purpose. And I was also somebody for a long period of my life who was just a bit stuck with work. I was never fully happy, you know. I, I stayed in the same sort of job for about 10, 11 years. But within that time, I, I took extended leave breaks and went traveling. I worked in a different department for a while. And yeah, I just kind of went along with it. But it wasn't something I felt really passionate about. I've also... Uh, done well started two degrees and for a long time I told myself as a failure and a bit of a quitter that I didn't finish either of them and I thought that was more to do with willpower and motivation but it was maybe just because it wasn't really my my calling I guess so one of them was in linguistics and phonetics that's when I left school and then a few years down the line I've been working with dogs for a while and so that one was dog behavior and I think I really struggled with the idea that I didn't have one purpose and that was a real discontent as well I think so when sitting alone that that was probably something that would have come up, but I just didn't want to explore it. So I got very, very good without realizing it at using all these different behaviors to distract myself when I was alone. So yeah, I was not comfortable in my own company. So on this journey, which did start with wanting to heal the binge eating, I've actually explored so, so, so much more. And I've actually really deepened my connection with myself. I've increased my self-worth because, you know, when we are stuck in diet culture as well, and also when we're not listening to ourselves, often we just maybe just don't value what's going on inside and we don't value we, we don't believe that we are worthy just as we are we believe that we are worthy because of some sort of conditions like whether that's our body or whatever it is in our work that we do you know we we have all this but really we are always worthy and so there's been a lot of work to do on that as well so yeah leaning into really another thing I wanted to talk about on this was intuition like I mentioned at the start I still have my eyes closed <laughs> and I don't really know what I'm going to be saying next but intuition has been massive for me I have I grew up with a mum who's quite spiritual um you know she didn't kind of push it on us or anything but I have always really believed in in guardian angels and spirit guides and I remember when I was about well, I don't actually know how old I was but it was I think it was the first time my mum was leaving me and maybe my sister I'm not sure at home alone so probably my teens and leaving us home alone while she went out for a few hours in the evening and I remember going to bed and I got into bed and I, I, I honestly there were footsteps coming up the stairs and I, I thought I heard it in the beginning and I was like no that's not a thing and then I heard them come up the stairs this happened and they stopped outside my door and I was so so scared and I just froze under my covers and I just didn't breathe for a while and you know, I guess, I don't know what happened next, but eventually I probably just fell asleep. But I told my mum about this the next day or some time. I don't remember the, the timeline that well, but I talked to my mum about it a bit and she didn't really say anything in that moment. Just like, oh yeah, that won't be anything. But whether it was a few years later or a few months down the line, she, um, I've just looked at my phone and the time was 11, 11, which for anyone who really believes in like angel numbers and things as well, that's been a real big sign for me over the last few weeks to know that I'm on the right line. The 11, well, three, three ones or number of ones is kind of that feeling of trusting your intuition. So that's, that's really cool. Uh, but, but yeah, I had this conversation with my mum a little bit later and she said to me, she said, oh, that night I'd actually asked my, your spirit guides, um, to, protect you and watch over you that night and they were really sorry that they scared you that is not what their intention was and the moment she said that I just kind of it felt right it felt so right because there was a hundred percent some something there so an energy there and that 
that kind of probably started off my journey to intuition and into spirituality. But that's really as deep as it went in the beginning. And I remember a couple of years later having a premonition dream, really, that I not really had anything as strong as this that I remember, but not since then. But I remember in my dream, this uh, me being like at the front of a train so this train's going along and imagine like the front of the train sort of like open and we're going down this track la da 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 there's someone next to me and then all of a sudden we just collide with another train or i see this other train come towards us we hit it and then i wake up and i got such a strong feeling that that had happened in in real in the real world like i was connecting to something so at the time i think it was about exploring sky news maybe on the teletext do you remember that like i was obsessed with that for ages and sky movies and looking at all the kind of like news on films and i went through that until i could find this because i knew that this was a thing so i got up it was like six half six in the morning i think and got up and started scrolling and because it wasn't a sort of top news thing it took a little while to find it but then i found um i found what it was and there was a train crash that had happened in i think it was in india maybe all these details could be a little bit wrong but there was this train crash that happened in india and there'd been some sort of collision and only the driver and the conductor had been killed and i don't know any more than that i don't know any more details than that but that's exactly how my dream felt it felt like the two people at the front of the train who would be the conductor and the driver um were killed which was a real moment of I was just so sure and I just knew it and it was that confirmation but you know sometimes with our intuition it can be hard because we don't always have a confirmation do we so to go back to this pivot this business pivot for the past kind of like maybe a couple of months as I was saying I sort of was getting these ideas to share a little bit differently on social media a little bit more from that space of self-connection um, of personal growth and development which is also why in my spiel at the start of this podcast I talk about that but it's always tagged on the end like it was oh yeah but I want to talk about that oh but I want to talk about that but I'm talking about food and fitness so I think there was always them nudges and then I would just be getting these little feelings but I was pushing them away because you know I, I didn't want to change right now I've just committed to spending the last you know four months really focusing on creating this one-on-one -on -one coaching I've left my job as of the end of November and you know, all this is scary. So meh, pivoting? No. Even though I believe in trusting, trusting intuition and the fact that you get onto your own, the right path, then, you know, things will work out way better than they, than you ever could have imagined because you've listened to yourself. But I wasn't listening to myself. So, you know, lesson learned. And so I had a coaching call this time last week with my coach. And this was another fear. I was like, I don't really want to mention it to her. And I've only got two months left of the coaching. So I want to make the most of it. And I really want to just fully, fully go with the, with the coaching. And we had this conversation and I guess I was sort of talking, we were just talking about what we were going to do in the business. And she just sort of stopped and said, like, is there something else? I just feel like you're frustrated about something. Is there anything else you kind of want to share? And it was as though her intuition just really picked up on me. And I just said that I felt like, you know, things weren't really quite going as I wanted them to go and everything was feeling a bit difficult. So we did this exercise, which is, you know, a lot of people might have done this. So you might have heard this before, but if not, it's so powerful and it's all about getting to the root of the problem. So she just said, like, how do you want to serve? And it's like, I want to serve people who um, are so struggling with the food and fitness. I want to help them heal. OK, why do you want to help them heal? Well, I know from my own journey that that brings you kind of that freedom of fulfillment that you never thought you could have. And then it'd be like, right, OK, so why do you want people to have freedom of fulfillment? And so it went on and on and on. And it got to a place where. I again, I, I close my eyes as I do. And I shared something along the lines of I just want women to come back to themselves. I just 
you know, I believe there's something really deep inside of all of us that we can all connect to and we can all share. And this little discontent that we can often feel when we're alone is because we're denying that we're not, we're not connected to it. So it's like our little, it's our, it's our higher self. It's our, it's our inner, it's our deepest soul core that's saying like, no, this is what we want you to be doing with your life. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the one thing that comes up straight away is that, but you, you kind of start a journey, which is what I'm doing right now and we're all doing. But so we looked at each other and she sort of, well, she looked at me and she was like, right, that's it. We've got to the root because, you know, the first sort of few questions that you ask are, are like your, your brain sort of speaking. And then the deeper ones, the ones that I felt difficult with are, are your intuition or your higher self. So that felt amazing. And so, so yeah, it just, it was such a relief. It was such a relief. So I work on like my emotional wave really because I go through kind of highs and lows and that felt so so strongly like a full body yes at the time but I know that I need to work through these waves because sometimes this has happened and then like a couple of days later I've been like oh no that wasn't quite right for me and for anybody who's interested in human design or knows anything about it which I would like to love to talk about even on another another time but I'm, I'm no by no means an expert so if you're somebody who knows a lot about human design reach out I would love to talk to you but I'm a manifester and I mean, that came with a lot of fears and a lot of, um, yeah, I, I didn't believe that I was, I was, you know, really quite denying that for a while, but, um, within being a manifester, it's often about riding that emotional wave when decisions come to us. So or our thoughts come to us. So I asked for signs and I was getting these really strong signs, like numbers that are really important to me. And I did it, my angel cards instead of my coach. And it was just beautiful. And, and that first day of leaning into all this and feeling whether it is that, do I want to do this change and pivot in my business was like, yes, fuck yes, you do. And then come the next day, which I knew I had to go through these waves, even though I felt right. But the next day I felt low. I had all the fears come up. Like, are you just looking for the next new shiny object? Is it just because, you know, you just want to change? You've done this at so many other points in your life. And, you know, my mum can attest to this as well, because I've, I've come up with different ideas, so many different ideas, but in the past, I've never believed that I could really fully explore them. And she would say, just, just tell me when you've made a decision. So, you know, I was obviously coming, I'd lived with her at the time. So these ideas were coming up a lot. And that's what she would say, you know, just, just, just tell me when you've made a decision. So I had this kind of fear kicking in, like, is it because I'm just, I just don't know what I want, you know, um, is this right? Do people even care? Like, were people listening in the first place? Am I going to offend people? Loads of these fears came up, but I just listened to them. I journaled on them and I just, I was kind about them to myself. So I wrote that and then the next day and well, even through that day, to be fair with the lows, it still felt right, but it was just kind of quiet and the ego was kicking in, which is quite often what happens. I think anyways, not that I'm an expert with intuition, but when we start listening to our intuition, sometimes we can get that fear kick in. Your ego kicks in straight away because it's trying to keep you safe. And usually your intuition is, is taking you down a line that you've maybe not explored before or also feels a bit illogical so your ego goes uh fuck no i don't want to be doing that i think you should uh keep us here in this real safe zone this is what we know and we are good here and it's like well i'm not actually good here i feel this real disconnect for myself and i feel uncomfortable in my own company and you know this this and that so so yeah i went on this journey and i rode it for a few more days these waves and it still felt so so right and i was getting all these lovely signs from the universe so yeah, and, and this is something I really fully believe in. I fully believe in trust in our intuition, but I, I let the fear drive me for a while. But in terms of listening to our intuition, I, again, like I'm no expert, but the way it kind of feels for me is that if I, if I look at this example for the past kind of, you know, six, 
weeks, two months or so that I've been feeling these little nudges, that's exactly what they felt like. They felt like these little nudges that kind of come away from, come, come out of nowhere really. And they can be quite quiet whispers, especially if you're denying them and you're not allowing them space to come in. So there would be these little nudges, but they kind of feel pure. It's hard to explain. They just feel, they feel pure. They feel good. They don't feel ill-intentioned. And often we get these nudges. And then, like I said, the fear comes up straight away, which, well, it can be straight away or it can be like the next day or a little bit later. But sometimes you can get a thought and then straight away your fear will go, no, no, we can't do that. We can't do that. We, we're, we're not capable of doing that. We don't have the education to do that, the the skills, which is, you know, something that I've lent into a, a lot before in the past and have let drive me really so I don't want this to happen and I don't want this to happen to anybody else so yeah that would be how I perceive intuition but then it also doesn't stop it kind of keeps coming it keeps coming you can push it down of course you can push it down but it's probably always going to be there in some way shape or form and sometimes it can really give you strong nudges as well it can be like nope that's not the path for you so let's kind of deny that path I had a real this is a real little example actually from the other day where I went out for a walk in the morning a little podcast walk but I felt like I just wanted to go and walk mindfully and just listen to my thoughts but I put on the podcast and then after about 10 minutes I was like no I, I really feel this desire to listen to myself so I did that and I just kind of gave myself space and had a nice little mindful walk um and then I was on the way home and I was like oh, I'm not I felt like I had to go home and start doing different things, but I thought, no, I would quite like to stay longer. Anyways, I went home and my boyfriend and his kids were just driving past me in the car. So I said like, hi, etc. Hi, etc. Hi, etc. That's, that's what we say to each other. We don't really. That's not a weird private joke. Um, and I got to the house and it was locked and I was like, oh no, I don't have keys. He's locked me out and he's not going to be back for like another, at least an hour while he goes and drops the kids off. And straight away, I just felt this real like, fun fun feeling and this real lovely like yeah no this is a universe going you can go off now and continue your little mindful walk and also listen to the podcast if you want and, and it was a really beautiful podcast that I felt so excited about listening to that morning but I just wasn't giving myself space to do it I'd listened to the mindful side that I wanted to do by going out in nature and then I didn't listen to the wanted to listen to the podcast so that was just a real fun one that made me think yeah no thank you universe I will 100% not be going inside to work I will go for a walk another hour or so and my boyfriend my boyfriend didn't actually pick up the message when he was through it's about 25 minutes away the school so he didn't pick that up which I thought he would he would look at his phone and he didn't and so he'd gone to get fuel he'd gone to get some oil and it started pouring down when I was out but like I love the rain I really really love it and I love being out in it and it just felt like I felt yeah really at peace and also just so much joy so it was really beautiful but but yeah in terms of allowing our intuition to come in we have to give it space so we have to we have to become self-aware and we have to sit with ourselves we have to you know, we have to A, listen to what's going on inside of us, but we also have to work on um, allowing stillness and calm and quiet, which, you know, you're still always going to have thoughts coming up, but say you're doing some mindfulness or you're doing some meditation, but, you know, then thoughts and that'll come up, but just keep bringing yourself back to the present and keep bringing yourself back to a, a place of calm and stillness. So give yourself space, develop your self-awareness and self-connection, and then start listening start listening and start seeing if you can decipher you know the difference decipher the difference work out the difference between uh, your fear and your intuition that's massive and then if you feel called and if you are someone who is quite spiritual as well you can ask for signs not be signs from the universe or whoever you whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in um 
ask for signs and you know not like oh I'll, can you just show me um a cloud can you show me a car <laughs> if this is what i should be doing but like something more specific maybe something more meaningful to you so for me it's the number 23 which is crazy i've just looked up and it's 23 minutes on this podcast but i'm not going to cancel it yet i was like oh if this podcast is 23 minutes that's amazing but yeah um i've just realized my foot is so numb i'm gonna have to stay here for a while <laughs> sorry guys let me start talking for a while but no i'm i'm not i'm wrapping up really but um just a general one on on the number 23 for me which i think was really cool and and i number 23 is um a really important number to me it's a real sign for me and it actually came about from when i first was starting to um get to know my boyfriend my wasn't my boyfriend at the time but um He'd been someone that I'd felt really connected to the first time I met him, but that was a couple of years earlier and circumstances, you know, didn't allow that. And neither of us knew that we were kind of feeling this way anyways. But, um, but yeah, we, we both kind of felt, I guess, a bit of a drawn, felt drawn to each other. But moving on a couple of years and I was starting to feel like I wanted to be in a relationship and I was exploring a few, like a, these two, well, two guys may, mainly, but, and they were both lovely and amazing people, but there was something not quite right there. And I actually remember once walking down the, the road and just getting this strong feeling of like, these, this is just a fleeting moment. And I was like, no, that's not a thing. I knew it was related to the, to the guys. And I was like, that's not a thing. It has to be one of them because, you know, I, I want someone in my life now. So it's going to be one of them. And then skip forward about a month later and me and Dave, uh, connect again, just through, um, through a work do. And we're, we're basically both in the right place at the right time, but we, you know, we're just meeting up as friends in the beginning. And, I started to, I can't actually remember the signs I saw specifically, but I remember that I was seeing the number 23 quite a lot, which meant nothing to me. You know, I had no link to that. And so I asked him about it and he said, yeah, 23 is really, really important to me. Like, why are you asking? This was in messages. And I was like, I just keep seeing it everywhere. And he's also someone who believes in energies in the universe. And um, so, yeah, he basically said that, that well, it was actually his granddad who was born on the 23rd of August, like the day after him, but obviously not the day after him, like, you know, 50 years later or something. But, um, but yeah, he's the 22nd and his granddad was the 23rd and it was, um, his granddad that he felt, uh, very, very connected with. So 23 was important to him. Um, it wasn't like a case of him just trying to go, well, whose birthday does that relate to? It was like 23 was important. So I knew that that was a sign from his granddad and from the universe that this, this was right. This was exactly where I was meant to be. So, so yeah, that's why 23 is my number. So it's important to start listening and you will probably have so much more come up than you even realize. And that's what's so beautiful about it all. But yeah so this was really what i wanted to share i wanted to share why i'm pivoting um you know what it's not, i see it as deepening or or even broadening but kind of they sound like opposites but i feel like in order to to do this pivot to work in, more on helping women reconnect with themselves um for inner peace for freedom for fulfillment it can help with food and fitness it can help with if you're unhappy in your job you're unhappy in your own company like I mean, your own company, not business, but also your business and just generally having a discontent somewhere and just feeling like something is off. And it's all about becoming connected to yourself so you can work on who you are, discover who you are. It's building a relationship with yourself. And so I just feel like it's kind of broadening and deepening as opposed to pivoting. So, and that's, this is obviously just how I've uh, used my intuition along the way. So yeah, I hope this resonated with you. I felt really cold to share it. I've kept my eyes closed apart from when I looked at the phone a few times and saw 11, 11 and 23. Um, 
I've kept them closed and I've just felt like I've just shared. So hopefully it's not come off as too much of a ramble and that this is going to help somebody out there. So yeah, I'm really excited to share more down this line with you. Um, if you have any questions, if there's anything you'd like to know, always feel free to message me on social media, which I'll link in the show notes below. And yeah, I, uh, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this. Have a lovely day. Bye bye.